Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 615. And today, well, we're going to be talking about how to get more stuff done. Not just more stuff, how about 10 times more stuff done? And the reason why I came up with that is just because it sounds like it's a good number, right? And it really is. And I do believe that we can 10x or even 20x, depending on how much time you're wasting, and we can do this in a 24-hour period. You see, there's things that you're doing that I'm doing that is taking away from how much stuff we can get done and the right stuff done because we can say, oh, well, I'm working a whole bunch, but are you really working on the right things? Do you feel confused? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel like your mind's racing in a hundred different directions? Uh, I'm raising my hand right now. You can't see me. Yeah, I do. You know, and so these things right here, I'm going to give you guys five steps to, to use or to go through. And these are things that I've learned over the years. I continue to learn how to adapt these into my, my life and really into a 24 hour period. And then from there, it's going to turn into your week and then into your month. Um, that's really how it starts to compound on itself. And if you guys haven't read the, the compound effect, uh, that one, there's a great book. Um, I usually go back to that at least once a year because it, you know, it works and, and it has a lot to do with structuring things before you actually get to the place of sitting down and doing some work. So that's what we're going to be talking about here today. Now, the show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 615. You can get all of those over there. Those of you that want to read uh, the, the show notes, if you're at work and you're in your cubicle or if you're uh, you know at a place where you can't listen and you want to read, I have a lot of people that read the show notes um, because of those things. Or maybe they just want to read them on the plane instead of listening for whatever reason. Go ahead. They're there for you. I create them every single episode for you to take advantage of. So go ahead and do that. All right. Now, before we do jump into this, I wanted to just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being a listener. We're, we're over 600 episodes now. We are into 2019 officially now, which is crazy. And you guys all probably know the story. Like, I can't believe that, uh, you know, we're at 600 episodes. I didn't believe I would be past 600, or I'm sorry, 25 episodes because when I first started this, there was that little bit of doubt in my mind. Like, eh, should I do it? Is anybody going to listen? And then, well, over 12 million downloads now. Yeah. So, you know, there's a few people listening. So I'll continue to do this. And, you know, we've helped thousands of people all over the world now. Uh, and it's just really, really awesome. So I just want to take a minute here to say thank you so much. And I do really, really appreciate each and every one of you. And I don't look at just those numbers as downloads. I look at them as people and you're listening to me and you have a lot of choices out there. And I want to just, again, say thank you so much. And I genuinely, truly, uh, you know, really, really appreciate each and every one of you. And I want the best for you. I really, truly do. And uh, what I would love for you to do is I would love for you to go over to iTunes, do me a little favor here, and let me know, how has the podcast helped you? Like, put it over there on a review. Obviously, iTunes loves reviews, just like Amazon does, just like Yelp does, right? And for Google. Uh, but iTunes is a search engine like, you know, Google is for content, and it would help out the show. So if you could do that, I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, that would be awesome. So you can always just go to iTunes, search for The Amazing Seller, find the podcast, and just leave a review. And I read every single one of them. And the reason why I do that is because I truly want to know who is listening and how is it affecting you. And I also listen to the negative stuff too. And this one right here, I want to read this one because this had something to do with, you know, good and then some like 
Well, they listened to another review that someone said that, you know, I had pitched some stuff on here. Like I'm not supposed to make a pitch on, you know, a podcast that I deliver, you know, content 95% of the time. And there might be a 5% pitch somewhere in there, but anyway, uh, and you're always going to get that stuff, guys, no matter what you're doing out there, you're always going to get people that just feel as though you shouldn't do that. And I don't believe in business in general, you should go out there and pitch a hundred percent, but you should make some offers or else you won't make any sales. But anyway, um, this one here comes in from cool dude, nine zero zero seven nine nine. All right. And, uh, says, I can't imagine any other place providing as much information without having to pay regarding the reviews with a fewer than uh, four stars. They're mostly complaint complaints about him selling himself and his services. I don't see anything wrong with him making a plug with the amount of time and effort he spends on giving free stuff away. Uh, yeah, 600 plus episodes. If you want to go back and listen to those, uh, you're going to hear more content, more free content than you will a pitch. And a lot of times the pitch is a free workshop that you can go to and I'll train you for 60 minutes or more, answer all your live questions. And then I will offer something if you want to go further with your education with me. That's it. Like nothing like Okay. So anyway, it is out there guys. Yes. I, I do have, uh, things that you can, uh, that you can work with me, uh, in programs and, or private coaching or any of that stuff. Yes, it's out there. Okay. So no big secret here. All right. But I'm going to deliver some more content here for you today, free, of course. uh, And I'm going to do that right now. All right. But if you could do that for me, leave a review, that would be awesome. And I, I will again, read them and they, they mean a lot to me. So thank you for doing that. All of you that already have, and even the negative ones, thank you for taking the time to leave me a negative review. I appreciate that. Cause I do listen to them and I do, I, I kind of reevaluate what I'm doing. Um, but anyway, thank you for that. All right. So let's dig into this, this topic here of how do we get more stuff done with only 24 hours. We only have 24 hours to work or to use our time. And I don't want to work 24 hours and I don't think you do either, but let's talk about this. All right. And I'm going to go through these five steps and we're going to talk about them. All right. So number one, okay. A monthly journal or a notebook. Now I've used both and I still use both. I actually journal every morning using the five minute journal, which is a great journal. I'm, I have no affiliation with them right now, but I use it. Um, it guides me through like what I'm writing and kind of what to reflect on and what to be thankful for and grateful for and all of that stuff. So that's good, right? But I'm talking more of like something that's like a schedule, a planner of some kind. All right. So you need something that's paper based. And the reason why I say that is because it becomes more concrete it also doesn't get lost in, you know, in the shuffle with your phone or your apps or any of that stuff. And sometimes it can be just a distraction just to get back on your phone. So I don't want to go into my phone or go into my computer to look at my notes because I want to be away from that. And I also, I personally like writing things down, even though I don't have the, the best penmanship, doesn't matter. I can read it. Okay. So monthly journals, that's step one, monthly journal, uh, notebook. Okay. Now, again, it doesn't have to be a journal. Just use a notebook. Now, I literally have both and I have a pad of paper, a little small, uh, yellow notepad here. And I buy these in the you know pack of like 10 because I go through them so much and I put them right on. I'm actually holding it. I put it right on my desk. I have a stand up desk and I'm looking at it right now. And I have on here end of year stuff, right? And I have things here that I need to do, right? I, I write them down. Okay. Now this here is because we're, you know, we have things that we want to do at the end of the year. We want to do stuff at the the beginning of the year. I'm actually recording this just before the first of the year, but you're listening to it after the fact. Um, and you'll hear why here in a minute on why I batch record and stuff like that. But 
The very first thing you need to do is you need to have something to log this stuff in, okay? So that's number one, okay? Seems simple, but don't overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be complicated, okay? It does not have to be, all right? Number one, get that pad of paper or a journal, something that you can use. Oh, yeah, and you need a pen, okay? So number two, create time blocks, all right? I want you to go through your day, okay? And do this before you even think about putting anything in the calendar. What are the time blocks that you're going to be able to show up and nothing else is going to get in your way? Now, you might be saying, well, Scott, I don't have any. You know, I either work a full-time job. uh, Most of you out there probably still have either a full or a part-time job. Some of you are are already leaving your jobs, which is awesome, which I got uh, a friend of mine right now that actually just left his job uh, January 1st. He was able to go out there and fire his boss. It was the best feeling of his life, but also scary as heck. Um, But he's been planning this for the past two years now, Um, but he's finally gotten there. But you need to have these time blocks. And again, like I said, if you think that you don't have time, then here's here's the, the aside exercise I want you to do. I want you to do this outside of this here, these five steps. I want you to log every single day, okay, for 24 hours. I want you to log every single move that you make. Every single move, and only you got to look at it. You don't have to show it to anybody else. You log every time that you go on the computer and then go and look and see what you do throughout the entire day. How many times did you go in and check your email? How many times did you go and check your Amazon account? How many times did you swipe your app on your phone, right? Like, look at all those things that are taking the time or distracting you through this, uh, you know, through this 24-hour period. Just 24 hours. Do it for 24 hours, but maybe do it for three days in a row, or maybe do it for a full week. I'm telling you, it'll be eye-opening. How, how much TV are you watching? You might be saying, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm entitled to that. I work hard. You do, but if you want to get stuff done, all right, we got to come up with these time blocks as if you were told, Listen, you're going to work right now. You need a two-hour block right here. Or maybe that's your part-time job. It's a two-hour time block. I think we all have a two-hour time block somewhere in our day right now. And I think you would agree. Find that two-hour time block, all right? And you don't have to work straight two hours. You can break it up if you want to. I'm a fan of, you know, working for 45 minutes, taking 15 minutes off, working for 45, taking 15 minutes off. I'm a fan of that. But just think about it. Do you have two hours? Can you find two hours in your day? And if you say no, I challenge you. I say write down everything that you do on a daily basis, and I can almost guarantee you we can find two hours in your day, okay? I know we can, all right? So just do that. But you need to create time blocks, okay? And I would love for you to have at least one, and even if that's only an hour to start with, let's start there, okay? Number three, plan the next day's big thing, okay? One big thing. Now, if you want to add a secondary thing that if I get big thing number one done, I can move on to two, you got to figure out what those big those big things are, those chunks, okay? Because every project, every target has, you know, or every, uh, you know, every plan that you have will have these big things that need to get done. Now, I'm not talking such a big thing that it's like, well, I want to go ahead and launch three products next year. No, I'm talking about what are what is the small step in there, but it's a big thing that you are going to focus on to get you from point A to point B, all right? I like to do this the night before, okay? I do not want to do this the day that I'm doing it. Don't sit down with your two-hour window and go, okay, what am I going to work on today? No, 
You're going to do that the night before. So you almost need to plan that in the day before, even if it's at the end of your time block. I would rather you take a two-hour time block, turn it into an hour and a half of actual uh, sitting down and getting stuff done, and take another half hour of planning out what you're going to do the next day. I'm telling you, you'd get more done because when you sit down to get the work done, you're going to know exactly what you're going to do, okay? And then when you get into step five here in a minute, you'll, you'll actually get work done. And I'm going <laughs> to share with you how you do that. It's not always easy. Now, I didn't say this was going to be easy. Uh, you've probably, you know, either lost weight in the past or gotten in shape or whatever, and then it kind of started to go away. It wasn't easy getting there, but once you got yourself in a groove and a rhythm, it was pretty easy then because you're in the flow, right? We got to get you into the flow. Uh, what's that on, on the movie Elf when they're laying there in the in the new or in the uh, mail room and they're both and, he, and he's like, you know, I got to get out of the flow, you know, not in the flow. That's my problem. I don't know if you guys remember that scene in Elf. I think everyone's seen Elf, um, but anyway, you, you got to get into that flow. You really truly do. All right. So plan the next day's one big thing, only one big thing, and then. A side note there is to plan that, you need to figure out a time that you're going to plan it. I'd like that to, I would like that to be the same time every day. So maybe make that part of your two-hour block or your three-hour block. I'm just saying two hours. If you want to find a four-hour block, great. Doesn't mean you're going to work solid four hours. Four hours is the time that you're going to allow that you can actually focus on your business, all right? And that's how you're going to get a lot of stuff done. Now, you can adapt this stuff to exercise and fitness and your morning routine. Like my morning routine is about an hour and a half. And in that morning routine, everything is structured. Everything is, you know, kind of set out. And when I'm done, I'm done. But I only have that hour and a half. So I got to get everything done in that hour and a half. But I mapped it all out. So there's no guessing. I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And actually, I'll give you an example of what that is, Okay right now, whether, you know, this helps you, uh, you know, it's maybe, it, maybe it'll help you, maybe it won't, but I'm going to go ahead and just let, let you guys know what it is. Just so you kind of understand how I chunked down this hour and a half. All right. So get up around five o'clock. Usually it's at five, but sometimes it's 10 after depending, um, on my night before. So five o'clock. Okay. And I get right up, you know, brush the teeth, get myself ready. And I go into my office. I have a little chair there in the corner and I, um, I do my meditation. Okay, so I do um, headspace. I put my ear, my earbuds in, and I just go through ten minutes of meditation. As soon as I get done with that, I have my five-minute journal right alongside me. I pick that up. I take my pen and I journal for five minutes, literally five minutes tops. Um, and that's why it's called five-minute journal because that's all I really need to spend on it. Maybe ten minutes some days if I'm really starting to elaborate on maybe one thing that I want to, I want to make sure that I, I write in there. But generally five minutes. All right. Then after that, I'll generally read, okay, for maybe 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how much time I have left, because I have, uh, again, another timestamp here that at six o'clock, I need to be in the garage in the gym, okay? And then I do, and right now I've been doing these, uh, I, I kind of created this little challenge for myself. It was a hundred pushups per day for a hundred days. At the time of this recording, I'm at day 45, have not missed a day. Um, even did it on Christmas Day. I mean, I was out, you know, on, uh, you know, uh, or cutting down some boxes and putting them in the in the garbage. And I said, okay, while I'm out here, I'm gonna go ahead and do my hundred push-ups. So I took, you know, an extra five minutes and did my push-ups. And then I was done for the day, but I committed to it and I stuck to it. But anyway, so I get in the garage at six o'clock. I do the workout. And I do all of the things that I need to do there until 6.30. At 6.30, I'm 
in the shower, I get myself ready, and then I'm out by 7.45, 10 to 7-ish, and then uh, from there, I get my daughter off to school, you know, that's it, like, that's the morning routine, and then from there, after the more, after, you know, she goes to school, then from there, pretty much, I'll come back, my wife and I will either take a walk, if it's the summertime, we'll either sit by the pool for a little bit, but then at 9 o'clock, Scott's day starts, 9 o'clock is a, uh, or let's see, 9 to 12 is a block for me, okay, and I break up that block, but that's a block of work time, Okay, and then I break that up and I'll probably do another episode where I'll break that stuff down for you guys, too, so you guys can kind of see what I'm doing, but then also how you can maybe model it. But anyway, it's scheduled. Okay, we need to schedule it on paper. Okay, we need to come up with that one big thing. And number four, step four is schedule it on paper. When is it going to be done? I would love for you, even if you don't buy a plan or anything like that, take a piece of paper and write even just five days you know, and then just vertical lines all the way down through and every single hour, you know, put a block in there. So, you know, nine to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12 and so on. And then every block, even take a highlighter if you want and block out the times that you're going to be working on your business. And if you want to then take this into a morning routine and use that too, you can, but I just really want to go after how we can figure out two hours of time that you can dedicate to building your, your business and getting more done. So you feel like at the end of the day, like, holy crap, I got a lot done. I feel good. Have you ever had those days where you feel like you had that time that you set aside, but you didn't get anything done? I've had those days. I still have those days. And, uh, you know, I don't like those days because I feel like, man, I just, I don't feel like I got a lot done. I got sidetracked or I got, I had to put out a fire over here because, you know, someone made a phone call or an email or whatever. Right. And that leads me into number five. And that is avoid distractions and you need to work on the tasks that you've created, okay? So again, that's why it's so important to go through this process, but then you need to avoid the distractions. And what I mean by that is resist checking your emails. I generally will not check my email until at least 12 o'clock, okay? Because why? Because at nine o'clock to 12 o'clock is a work block, a work block of being productive. Answering emails doesn't generally uh, become something that adds um, being more productive to my day other than, yes, I've put out some fires or I've maybe responded to someone that emailed in that I need to get right back to. Or maybe it is a listener that uh, that emailed and then I'm going to you know reach back out to them. That is good but it cannot get in the way of my work block because that is where things are getting done. Now you can argue and say, well, yeah, that email though you sent to someone that that was something because you know, you needed to respond in order to move that next thing forward. That's true, but that can wait until 12. It doesn't have to come in the morning because here's what's going to happen. If you, if you don't do it this way, you're going to open that email at nine o'clock in the morning, and you're going to spend the next hour, hour and a half figuring out whatever, you know, oh, I, I got to send over a, a certificate to the factory or the factory's got to give me a certificate so I can send it to customs, or I need to, uh, re- re- I need to reply to my, uh, to my supplier because, um, there was an issue with, uh, maybe the quantity in the box or whatever, or maybe it's someone on Amazon that bought your product that, uh, needs a refund, right? That stuff can still wait that four-hour block. Nothing is going to happen if you don't. Sure, could you say, well, it's better if you can get right to that customer? There is, but that's why you can set up systems in place, which I have, that my emails to my customers, okay, that stuff's getting taken almost immediately because I've set it up that way, all right? It doesn't mean that I have to man it. 
the, the messages that I have to deal with would be, you know, 12 o'clock and, and later. So those are, we, we need to be very, very, uh, you know, I guess deliberate here uh, on our time here because this is where the work is going to get done, all right? You got to resist checking social media. It's the same idea. All right. And then resist checking stats. If you're doing uh, a Black Friday sale or if you're doing, uh, you know, any type of sale, a promotion or a Facebook ad that you just turned on anything. The minute you get to your computer, what do you want to do? You want to go check those stats. Oh, I wonder how the Facebook ads doing. I wonder how many email opt ins I got. Right. We've all done it, but it's not going to help in that chunk of time. That's going to get the work done. You can do that later. So what I would do is I would do the four-hour block, and this is what I'm doing, 9 to 12, and then generally what I do is I don't answer those emails at 12. I wait until after lunch, um, and then from there, I've got an hour block to reply to emails, and then I have uh, another hour block that I can go on social media. And I give myself that free time, right, or stats or whatever I want to do, but I have those free hours in there, built in there. You have to build that into the time blocks, Okay. And then the other thing is, and this is an important one. If you work from home, okay. If you work from home, you're going to have distractions. You're going to have someone come to the door. You're going to have, uh, maybe you're going to have a family member come in and want your attention because they have to ask you a question or whatever. You need to be very, very strict in a nice way to tell them, listen, between nine and 12 or nine and 11, I am recording. I can't be disturbed or I'm in a meeting and in a meeting could mean you're doing work for yourself, right? Or I'm focusing on X, whatever it is, just tell them what it is and they will be okay with it, you know, and that's worked really well for me. But that's also uh, something that can be a distraction if you don't set it up that way. Um, And a lot of people don't want to work from home, uh, you know, once they get up and running to get a business because they don't want those distractions because it's easier just to leave get the work done and come back. If that works for you, that's fine. I like the the flexibility of being able to work for 45 minutes, take a quick walk, take a break, whatever, go out and sit by the pool and then come back in. Boom, another hour, another 45 minutes. Then I get to go ahead and have another little break. You reward yourself with those little breaks in between, which I think are good. Okay, so. Let me just recap those real quick. And then I got three other little tips for you. All right. So number one, get something to write this stuff down on. I don't care what it is, a journal, a notebook, whatever. Okay. Two, create time blocks. Really important that you do that. Number three, plan the next day, the night before of the one big thing that you're going to tackle. And also in that time block, probably allow at least a minimum of 15 minutes to plan the next day. Okay. And number four, schedule it on paper. So write this down in this, in, a, in whether it's in a column with, for that day, blocking out the hours, whatever it is. Okay. And then number five, avoid distractions and work on the tasks, only work on the tasks. All right. And again, that's getting rid of emails, social media, checking stats, any of that stuff, telling family members that you're working during that time. You can't be disturbed, whatever. Okay. All right. So Let's get into a couple tips here, or three tips, actually. Tip number one, know your target for the month. What is the big goal, all right? What is that big thing that you're trying to achieve? And I see a lot of people do this, too. They try to achieve too much, right? No, what's that one big thing for the month that you're working towards? And then what you do is you reverse back what it's going to take to get that done, and then we chunk it down into bite-sized pieces. And think about, if you have an hour, only an hour, Every single day to work on, that's seven hours that you get to work. What if you have two hours, 14 hours, right? It adds up. 
But if you don't have focus time on what you're working on during those times, you're going to get less done. And that's why I put in there 10 times. It's probably even more than that because there's been a lot of times that you go on your computer, you're going to you know, sit down and start working, and then all of a sudden you look at an email or you look at uh, social media, and then you start going down that rabbit hole or you look at stats and you look and you turn around and you go, holy crap, an hour's passed. I got nothing done. That's zero done, zero percent. If we can just get you to focus for half amount of time, we're going to 10x that, okay? Bottom line is you're going to get a lot more work done, okay? And it's going to be productive work, all right? So number two, okay, theme your days. I've done this for a while now, and it works really good, okay? And what I mean by that is it's like, okay, Mondays, what is the theme going to be? Now, this works really well if you're working, you know, in different parts of the business. So, you know, right now I talk a lot about, like, yeah, starting your, your business on Amazon, kind of phase one, and then phase two is going out there and building the brand out with content, and whether that's YouTube, whether that's podcasting, whether that's writing blog content, whether that's outreach, like whatever it is, there's different components now that you need to work on. And you theme that throughout either the day or days themselves. So for me, like the podcast, I have you know, like two days primarily uh, that are focused on that. And so we have like Mondays, are planning days. So I go through and I figure out all of the different topics that I potentially am going to be talking about. And then I pick four of those. And then from there on Tuesday, I sit down, I batch these. And that's really tip three, spoiler alert. Um, And that's where I sit down and I bang out four episodes like I'm doing right now. And then this way here, I'm able to utilize that time and not think about what I'm going to create. So if I was to sit down right now and go, okay, I've got, you know, four hours to record and then I'm thinking about everything and I have to outline them and I have to figure out the bullet points that I want to talk about. Like here, I got a bullet, uh, a bullet point list. If I can talk here of everything I'm talking about, I'm just kind of going through here and, uh, and talking about each, each point here that I want to make, but I did this. So I'm not like thinking on the fly and I can sit down and just do it. Right. And it's better for you because you get better content as well. So planning is a big thing. We want to plan. A lot of people don't think that planning is actually um, benefiting them. It's benefiting you a lot because the planning is kind of like what needs to be done. And then you just sit down and do it. Right. I'm actually doing this right now with our new training e-com business formula, which we had an amazing um, group of people join, which I'm so excited to be working with. But what I had to do here was I had to figure out, okay, all of this stuff that I want to teach inside of this training, I got to break that down. And then I got to I got to dedicate some time every single day to record these new trainings. So I'm doing a lot of planning. I spent the past two days just outlining and planning the content that I'm going going to be creating, even as far as some of the slide decks that I created that are going to have slide decks. Some of them are going to be just looking over my shoulder and stuff. But I'm going to be spending probably the next two weeks just recording stuff. But every block of time, I'm going to know what I'm recording right? I'm going to know what I'm going to be talking or teaching at that point, but you got to plan. If you don't plan, you're going to be all over the place. So planning is huge. All right. Plan what you're going to do. And again, that could be like, okay, Mondays is going to be pay-per-click. I'm going to go ahead and really dive into my pay-per-click. I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to also update some of my campaigns. That's going to be that block of time for you. And then maybe the next day is like, all right, now I'm going to plan on content ideas um, for YouTube or for the blog or whatever. I'm just going to figure out what content my audience is consuming so I can start to create it. Um, and then maybe the next day is going to be creation. And then you're going to take that you know, planning session and then turn it into a creation day. So that's how you can do it where you also feel like you're not thinking as much of, of, about what, you, what you're going to be doing for that day. It's more or less you're going to sit down and do it. 
Like that's it, right? That, that is what you're going to be doing. All right. And tip number three is really batching stuff when you can. Now, not everything can be batched, but if you're doing stuff like content creation or even just research, have you ever noticed that when you're doing something and that's all you're focusing on, you get more done, right? You can just sit there and spend time just cranking through that. And you start to get a little bit of a rhythm. I find that even when I'm looking for content ideas that I want to create for our new brand, you'll sit down and you'll just start doing searches and then that search will lead into something else. And before you know it, two hours have gone by and you've got a whole nice list, you know, a few different buckets of different content ideas and stuff that you've been able to spend some time doing and then you just got to create it. So batching stuff really does work because you're focusing the time on all of that content to be created and then you knock it all out in one batch, right? In one time slot, all right? All right, so let's wrap this up, okay? I think you guys get the point. I went through those five different steps. Again, monthly journal or a notebook that you can write in, create time blocks, plan the next day's one big thing, um, schedule it on paper and avoid distractions and work on the tasks at hand, okay? So overwhelm and confusion solution. Here's something else that you can do um, that will help you. Again, it's gonna take a little bit of time, not much, But whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling confused and your mind is just swirling and swirling and you just keep, have you ever had a thought that comes up that you know you got to do something and you don't want to forget it so you keep bringing it back up to your head or or to to, to your mind? You're like, oh, oh gosh, that's right. I don't want to forget to pay that bill. And then all of a sudden you go off and you start doing a few things and you bring it back. Oh, wait a minute. I can't forget to pay that bill. And then you go, you know, do something else another few hours and boom, it comes back. You bring it back because you don't want to forget it. But here's a trick. If you write all this stuff down that's swirling around in your head, you're going to feel like you can let it go because it's there, right? So now you can come back the next day and go, oh, what was I thinking all those thoughts? Oh, oh, there it is. I got to pay those bills, right? And there it is. You, you kind of wrote it down. So now you feel like you can let it go in a sense. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to cure it 100%, but it's going to feel good to write it down. And you'll look at it and go, okay, I can, yeah, let's, let's group these together. I can knock that out and knock that out and knock that out. Cool. And when you get it done, you cross it off, feels great. It's something that you've, you've achieved. All right. So like for me, for example, I'll just give you a, a quick little example here. Like right now on my head, like, or in my head, I've got Podcast episodes got to be recorded. YouTube videos got to be uh, recorded. Uh, private clients, my inner circle group, we're going to be having a a, uh, a retreat coming up. I got a plan for that. Um, Ecom business formula. We just uh, released the beta class, and I've got to go and create all those trainings. And then I need to uh, make sure that they're being taken care of. Um, I need to pay bills like everyone else. Um, I'm finalizing um, the the remodel on the lake house that I just recently purchased, which is going to be turned into an Airbnb. Um, finalize um, the uh, inner circle retreat in January. Like I said, there's some things there we still got to finalize. I need to make a payment to the hotel and the audio visual company for Brand Accelerator Live. Um, so that's got to be done. Like all of these things are swirling around my head. Well, guess where they are? They're right in front of me on a piece of paper, right? So these things are there because those are front of mind. Those are things. So now I got to take those and go, okay, econ business formula. Let's slide that over to the side. What needs to be done there? And then I write everything out. And then I can start to put that into the, the chunks of time. Podcast episodes, same thing. I'm doing that right now. I'm doing this so I can take that off my plate. I'm going to record, you know, three or four episodes here. And then those are slid off to the side. Now that those are done, now I can focus on econ business formula for the next week and a half. Um, YouTube stuff, same idea, right? I'm going to have that stuff uh, planned and recorded. 
So you, you see what I'm doing here, right? I'm just taking these things and then I'm chunking these things down. What can I take off my plate now? What has to get done first? All right. So the actions here for you are this, write these things down. And then I want you to chunk them down into blocks in your schedule and then work on those tasks. All right. It really is that simple. It does not have to be that complicated. And when you do this, you're going to feel like you have a clear focus and a vision on what you're supposed to be working on. But again, I can't stress this enough. You need to resist checking the emails, checking the social media, checking the stats, anything else that's taking away from your being productive time. You need to push that off. Give yourself a time slot for that, but only do it during that time slot. That's it. All right. So, all right, let's go ahead and uh, let's wrap this thing up. If you want to download the show notes, the transcripts, you probably do on this one. So you have this list here, um, head over to the amazing forward slash six 15. And again, go through this, do this. I promise you, if you do this, you're going to feel a sense of relief where you can breathe and you're going to be able to sit down and have total focus on what you're supposed to be doing at every every time or every chunk or block that you de- that you designate so you can actually get stuff done. All right, guys, so that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next 